Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. Today is an advice from a CEO episode, and I want to talk about worry. As leaders, we all worry. Just a few nights ago, I couldn't sleep because I was laying in bed worrying about something that was completely out of my control. And it's really difficult to stop that worry cycle. Some people can do it pretty quickly, just turn their brains off. And a lot of people just have those what ifs that crawl inside their ears and whisper stories of danger, fear, doubt, failure, pain, heartbreak. What if I fail? What if I look stupid? What if I make a mistake? What if my employees get mad at me? I don't know. What if I die? I mean, that thought runs through my head um, at the most random moments. And as I was laying there thinking about this, trying to go shut off the uh, the what ifs, I remembered a Shel Silverstein story uh, poem from uh, my childhood. And I said, I'm going to go look that up because I remember about the what ifs. And so I'm going to read the poem to you because it is awesome. And I think it is so relevant today. So this is What If by Shel Silverstein. Last night, while I lay thinking here, some what-ifs crawled inside my ear and pranced and partied all night long and sang their same old what-if song. What if I'm dumb in school? What if they've closed the swimming pool? What if I get beat up? What if there's poison in my cup? What if I start to cry? What if I get sick and die? What if I flunk that test? What if green hair grows on my chest? What if nobody likes me? What if a lightning bolt strikes me? What if I don't grow tall? What if my head starts getting small? What if the fish won't bite? What if the wind tears up my kite? What if they start a war? What if my parents get divorced? What if the bus is late? What if my teeth don't grow in straight? What if I tear my pants? What if I never learn to dance? Everything seems swell, and then the nighttime what-ifs strike again. I'm sure you have thought many of those things at some point in your life, whether a child or an adult, and it's normal, right? We all experience the worry cycle. And according to Psychology Today, at least one in four Americans, that's about 65 million of us, will meet the criteria for an anxiety disorder at some point in our lifetime. Even those individuals whose lives are going well may worry on occasion. Or like me, like I'm living my best life right now and I still worry all the time. And I don't have that much to worry about in the whole scheme of things. Well, maybe. But the reality is there's a lot of stuff that we worry about we can't control. And in the best moments, our worry can take us down this spiral of fear where our minds play out dramas that leave us feeling powerless, vulnerable, hopeless, afraid. And in our very worst moments, worry can be paralyzing and even health diminishing. Excessive worry can lead to poor decision-making and deter us from taking those risks that can really improve our lives. The crazy making part of all of this is that 99% of the time, the things that we fret about never happen. Worry, quite frankly, is a time waster, an energy suck, and a diminisher of life quality. 
Engaging in it rarely makes things better. It rarely changes anything. And unfortunately, it's really hard to stop worrying. The good news is, though, is that there are some ways to get out of this brain-spinning story of fear and worry. So here are my five tips to do this. Number one, my go-to, get some exercise. Moving your body is guaranteed to make you feel better. It not only provides you with a distraction, but exercise causes you to release endorphins, which are feel-good hormones, and they increase happiness, focus, and energy. Working up a good sweat, getting your blood pumping, and then notice how you feel. I bet you, you will feel better. In my experience, exercising is the number one way to reduce stress and anxiety. Number two, challenge the worry cycle with tough questions. This is what I did when I was in bed the other night and couldn't stop it. And I, so I asked myself some hard questions and put myself at ease and then took some deep breaths and I fell back asleep. But if you ask yourself some tough, tough questions, you can put your worry into perspective. So if you have a pen in front of you, write down your worry. If you're laying in bed, just think about it. But ask yourself these questions. Of all the things that I'm worried, I've worried about in my life, how many have actually come to be? If this worry does come true, what's the worst thing that could happen? What's the best thing that could happen? What's the most likely thing that's going to happen? Is this worry within my control? And if it is, what can I do to help my situation? If not, what can I do to reduce my fear? How will I feel about this worry when I read it in my journal tomorrow or when I think about it tomorrow after I wake up? It's really helpful to write these things down because then you can look at it the next day and you can gain perspective. So do that. If needed and you're still feeling worried, continue to journal about it. Number three, power pose. Oh my gosh, I love Amy Cuddy and her unbelievably powerful TED Talk on power posing where she outlines the benefit of doing these dominant body postures to gain confidence and to produce anxiety. I love this. I power pose every morning after I do my breathing exercises. And then I put my arms up in the air like I am the champion. And I'm like, <sighs> and it's so ridiculous, um, but it makes me laugh. And it makes me feel less anxious about my day. And, uh, and I can't help but walk away with a smile on my face. Now, while there are power posing naysayers, if people are saying there's BS, I find them to be incredibly helpful, especially when I'm feeling anxious especially when I'm going on stage to talk to people. In front of every speech, I do power poses. It's so helpful. So how do you do power poses? One, you can do what I do and stand like you're cheering, you know, put yourself on and just one, yes, I won, I'm a winner. I'm gonna do this, yeah. Or you can put your hand on your hips like Wonder Woman and puff your chest out and stand up straight and breathe deeply and put a smile on your face and know that you are going to own your day, own whatever you're going to do. Hold that pose for a few minutes and you will be surprised how much better you feel. And those worries, that's not, not there at the front of your brain anymore. Number four, talk it out, right? Some of us just need to process and talking about it, especially with a person who can help you gain some perspective, maybe say, mm, that might not be how it is, will help. Insightful people will help you let go of the worry. Ask someone you trust to listen and offer you advice if it's appropriate for them to give you advice. If that doesn't work, try a therapist. 
They are great listeners and they can provide you with worry management tools. If your worry is around another person's feelings or actions or decisions, go talk to that person. Don't torture yourself sitting there trying to assume that you know what they're thinking or why they said what they said. Maybe they didn't mean it that way. Maybe they don't even know the impact that they have on you. While initiating that conversation may be difficult, I promise you, you will feel a sense of relief when you get to the bottom of it. So just do it. Don't procrastinate. I actually have to do this like today. And I was thinking about, well, maybe I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And then when I decided to do this for my podcast, I'm like, nope, I'm calling as soon as I get done. And I'm doing this because I just need to get to the bottom of this situation and quit stressing myself out about it. Have the conversation. You may not like what you hear. It may be uncomfortable, but you will have concrete, concrete information. You'll have feedback and you'll be able to get stuff off of your chest. So you can let then you can let that worry go. And then finally, number five, get some sleep. Now I know that this is not always easy, especially when you're worrying and not sleeping, but sleep deprivation has been proven to increase anxiety and depression, which just compounds your what if problem. So if you want to be able to handle what life throws at you, you need to get seven to eight hours of sleep each night. So do something to relax yourself. Don't read uh, on your phone before you go ahead, read a book, drink some calming tea, do some meditation exercises, and improve your sleep routine. I caution sleeping meds. They can sometimes make you feel groggy and change your brain chemistry. So really practicing meditation and drinking some tea and reading a really boring book can help you sleep. When you wake up in the middle of the night, take deep breaths, do some box breathing, which is four breaths in, hold for four, release for four, hold for four, and then do that over and over again. So it's like a box, four, 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 four. It's amazing when you do that for a couple of cycles, how you can let yourself relax and go back to sleep. So not all worry is bad. A little bit of worry can be healthy because when you worry, like you know that you're maybe doing some big things, making some big moves and you're not sure. I guess part of just being human is worrying, but letting it take over your life is what leads to major health issues. The good news is that most of the things that you worry will never come to be. And for those that do, well, trust yourself and your capacity to handle what life throws at you. You will be okay. Like I said in my last podcast or the one a couple times ago, you can master doing hard things by doing hard things. Be grateful for the hard things. You can cope and survive and move beyond whatever does happen to you if for some reason a worry does come to be. Believe in yourself and you'll be presently surprised. All right. Hopefully that was uh, helpful for you to think about the what ifs. And if you're laying there in bed worrying, which, you know, all of us do, um, those might be some tips that can help you let that worry go. As leaders, you have to. You've got to be able to move through uh, your fears, your concerns, your anxieties, and do it in a healthy way. Your employees, your teams need you to show up as the best version of yourself. So dealing with worry is an important aspect of being a leader. So on to my question of the day, which comes from one of my employees. And she said, Carrie, I know you love to ask questions. What is your favorite question to ask? And that's hard because I have so many, but my favorite question to ask is, what do you think? That 
is the best question that you can ask anyone. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? It helps people formulate their own ideas. It shows people that you're interested in what they have to say. It allows them to gain confidence in their own critical thinking and decision-making skills. I use that question constantly. What do you think? How do you want to handle this? And it's so empowering for my employees. So if you have somebody who comes to you and says, hey, what do I need to do in this situation? What do you think I should do? Turn it around and ask them, well, I'm interested what you think first. It will build your relationship. It will make people feel seen, heard, and valued. It will help them gain the confidence that they need to make decisions and to think through tough problems and will show that you really care about what they have to say. So that's uh, how I answered that question. And it's such a powerful one. I wanted to bring it up to all of you. All right. Well, that is it for my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please write a review, subscribe to it. Go to my YouTube channel, check it out. Maybe you're watching this on my YouTube channel. Thank you. Uh, write a review. I really appreciate it. It helps with the algorithms and it makes it lots of fun to do this for you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week on another episode of Reflect Forward. Take care.